Glory to God. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, y'all. Amen, amen. It's about that time. It's almost nine o'clock, and this is uh, my name is Kathy Brooks. In case you don't know, and uh, this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting, and I'm fresh faced today. Well, I'll never wear makeup, so um, I know you know what? A little makeup wouldn't be bad. I just gotta go get some. <laughs> Uh, and uh well hey it's friday today is freedom friday and we're here and the show is going to start in a minute i want to know what are y'all doing for your weekend what are you doing anybody having any fun any enjoyment you can put it up in the chat and whatnot uh on com, which i discovered is actually completely open so <laughs> i thought I thought that I had said it because I had, it turns out, um, I had said it, but I had too many, um, things open when I did that. So it didn't take. And so, yeah, I'm my own IT person. So I could be working on one thing and trying to do another and I have too many windows open. And so, uh, I closed the one that I wanted to close, but, um, everything, I wanted to make sure everything that everybody had access to it. And the only reason why I was asking you to sign up was so that I could keep a good track and so you can guys let me know hey I like this I don't like this what's this how do you do this what does this mean and so I was trying to, just trying to make it so that I could get questions from you because uh, increase comes from God so um, y'all becoming members ain't gonna make me you know a ton of money or anything um, that that comes from God amen and so I was just really trying to keep track is what I was doing Amen. You know what? Let me stop saying stuff ain't gonna make me no money. Amen. I'm rich. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna claim it. I'm rich. Look. <laughs> Let's just claim it. Call those things that be not as though they were. Amen. Look, my radio station is prosperous. You like Kathy, you telling all your business. No, I'm not. I'm standing in faith telling you it's God's business. Oh wait, my I look extra huge today. White just makes me look so much whiter and bigger. It's different if I had like a bunch of muscles and I was trying to show them off. But I'm a female and I'm really, I'm not really trying to show off any muscles. The other day I was in the store. Oh, it's 9 o'clock. I'll tell you that story later. 
Oh my goodness. Good morning, good morning to you, you, and you. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. And today is Freedom Friday. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. It's Freedom Friday. I ain't got no gifts for you other than a free gift of salvation. That's the most important gift you'll ever get. It's better than a Maserati. It's better than a gold chain. It's better than all the money in the world because you get freedom. You get salvation, forgiveness of all your sins. And when you get rich, God will make sure that it does not destroy you. And if you ask him for something, he'll give it to you. Ask the Father in Jesus' name. He'll give it to you. Amen. Ask him for something good. One of God's complaints is that we don't ask him for enough. I'm like, you mean to tell me, me, I have not asked you for enough? I ask you for absolutely everything under the sun. That'd be like, yo, God, let me get this, let me get that, let me get this, let me get that. I just figure, I just figure, let me see what sticks. <laughs> I'm just so playing. I'm playing. I don't ask them for everything under the sun. I used to. I'd be like, ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Ooh, 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 ooh. I used to even pray until my pastor told me to stop doing it. I used to pray for a particular guy when I was younger. I was, I was like a little kid. And I would pray for a, a particular, I would pray for a particular guy. <laughs> And and the pastor goes, don't be praying for men. Don't pray for a, a specific man. Write down the character of the man, and it's in Habakkuk two and two. Write down the character of the man, and that's the man you'll get. Tell tell God how tall, how short, how fat, how skinny. If you want him rich or you want him poor, and all this other stuff. And so one day I made a mistake, and I was dating a I was dating a pastor. And that's it. Okay, we're going we're gonna to open up with prayer. I'll open up with prayer first, so I don't say that in the wrong. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, for uh, bringing us here today. I thank you, Lord God, for today is Freedom Friday. I thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. I thank you, Lord God, for your hope. I thank you, Lord God, for speaking through me. I thank you, Lord God, for you alone. I love and honor and glory. I thank you for your peace and for your strength. Amen. Glory to God. Uh. <laughs> You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Uh-oh. I dropped my thing. <laughs> okay, so uh I was uh I was uh I was with the pastor and uh I just call him pastor just so I'm, you know keep saying his name. And so now no, I've never dated at my current church I've never dated any person. Um never even wanted to. Because uh, by the time I came to the church that I'm at now, um, I was already in my position of abstaining. And being out there in the dating world, I didn't have like a lot of really good dating experiences in that my dating experiences always led to some sort of sin. And so, cause, so what I should say, when I first started dating, I was like, no, no, I ain't interested in that. Um... I thought we was going to a movie, and one day, for like one guy told me, "Oh, we going to a movie, but you gonna give me something? This is movie and a dinner." I'm like, "Give you what?" And I was kind of innocent at that time, cause my mind wasn't really on that. My mind was like, "Oh, I really want to see this movie. This guy seems like a like nice guy. Let me see what he like. Let me find out." And so, evidently, my mom them peeped who he was before I did, 
And so um, he came and picked me up and he had a station wagon. I'm like, man, that's a, that's a really big car. But I'm thinking, you know, we teenagers. And I'm thinking, you know, we teenagers, you know, guys, you know, they get whatever they can get. You know what I'm saying? This is the money I saved up for my job. This is the guy I got. Boom, boom, boom. Um, evidently, his car was his moped. He was mowing, mowing women down on his in his car. And I ain't noticed. And uh and so he's like, yo, um he's like, Oh, let me open the door for you and whatnot and I'm like, Oh, that's so nice And I think he even brought a flower or something like that and he got to talking and and uh he's like, Um, uh, yo, you know, we're gonna go we're gonna go to dinner and then we're gonna go go see a movie. I'm like, Oh, this is so cool, this is just like the movies. This is just like in the movies And so I'm like, Cool, he's like, um he's like, Yo, you know, um I'm going to get something for that, right? I'm going to get something for that. I'm like, like what? You're like, you know, like a kiss or something else. And I'm a romantic. I, I shouldn't say I come much, shouldn't call myself a romantic. I watched a lot of movies growing up and a lot of them were romantic movies, right? And it was like boy meets girl, you know, they get married, what a la la la. And so um, he was a bit, when he started talking, I could, his, his continence changed. And I recognize that I'm like, okay, this is not good. And he's like, yo, let me get a kiss. And I'm like, no, I don't really know you like that. We just going to dinner. Let me know. Let me just get to know who you are. And, you know, let me just, you know, let, let's just feel each other out and see, you know, what's what. And, um, I didn't say it like that. I was a little bit more calm and petite and a buck oh five. And anyway, voices, voice was a whole lot lighter. And, uh, uh, usually a woman's voice gets deeper with the more tragedy or experiences that she has. She just get, uh, but really my case was one of my friends told me one day, Oh, you sound like a bird. <laughs> and that's how high my voice was. And so I kind of lowered my voice to like an alto because they kept saying, you sound like a bird. You sound like a bird. And so, <laughs> so anyway, uh, he, he doing all this back and stuff. And I said, you know what? Why don't you just let me out at the gas station? He's like, fine. I got to get gas anyway. I said, okay, fine. He's like, well, fine. I'll go get me another girl. I was like, okay. And I walked home. <laughs> I was only like two blocks from home. Had it been like, had it been 10 miles from home, I'd have called the bus or called my mom. Like, mom, he was stupid. Come get me. And so <laughs> I purposely made the date on a day that she was off work. Because I know he, what he was like. Or, you know, I would have called somebody, family, friend, somebody. Uh, he's stupid. Come get me. And so, um, anyway, and so going back to my um, pastor friend. Today is Freedom Friday, so you're going to hear all kinds of s silly stories. It, I, I, I be trying to find other silly stories about other people. But sometimes my silly stories will make you like go, oh, that happened to me too. <laughs> yeah, I should have did that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do that. And so whether you're a male or a female, you ain't got to have sex with nobody. Or even, you ain't even got to kiss nobody for taking you to dinner. Because the point of taking you to dinner or taking to a movie, just spending time with you, is to get to know you. That's the point. It's not for sex. It's to get to know you. But I grew up in an era, and I guess the same thing is now. Um, I grew up in the 90s. Um, and so, meaning, I mean, like, I should say 80s and 90s. I grew up in the 80s and 90s. And so, um, during that time, it was like 
So you had the 60s, which was like the sexual freedom revolution. And then the 70s, they were kind of calming down a little bit, but still fighting for the rights. But then in the 80s, it was kind of like women's liberation and all this other stuff. You know, women are free to, you know, we can be professionals. We can be doctors and lawyers. We, well, I mean, we always could, but it was a little bit harder and a little bit more difficult. But women were breaking out of those traditional uh, homemaker roles and whatnot. And um, so men were kind of, men are always trying to take advantage of something, but uh, they were just even more rampant. And um, and so these men were dealing with like a lot of, and women too, were dealing with like a lot of, uh, 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 it was a spirit of perversion is what was on him. It was a spirit of perversion on him. And I recognized this, this thing, even though I wouldn't even save the time, but I recognized it's like God was like, uh-uh, nope, not that one. Because I'd be telling God sometimes, oh, God, I want that one. He's so cute. And he'd be like, mm, not that one. Not that one. And so, anyway, um, long story. I'm six minutes into the story. And so, anyway, uh, he was uh, he was not a nice guy. And so, going back to the uh, pastor, I had, um, and you're listening to LUTGradio.com. Uh, my name is Kathy Broxton. This is the LUTG Radio Show, and it's Freedom Friday, where we talk about anything and everything, and I'm always talking about my dating life from the past. It's a blast. I did have some good times. You, It's so funny. The My most fun times, I kid you not, was when I was by myself, because <laughs> you like, you had more fun by yourself than with somebody else. Yes, and this is why. Because when you buy yourself, you meet new people. When you are by yourself, you meet new people. And I'm like, I'm a talky person, and I'll talk to anybody. Um, now, if they get like start acting like a little weird, I'll, I'll just like. Shh. But people are sometimes people are drawn to me like a magnet, especially foreign people. But I found out this one foreign guy was trying to like marry me the same day, so he can go have some. So he become an American and then go have some have some babies and take the babies over to Iran. That's that's what was happening back then. And so, anyway, uh, I said no. He cost me a job, and I really hated that. I was trying to, oh, he was just like a, he was like a leash. I was like, ugh, get away, move. <laughs> you know, but you, you be trying to be polite to foreigners and whatnot, because I went to a liberal arts school, and we're like, oh, I love everybody. But I'm like, yo, dude, I'm from the west side. I really need you to get off, get off. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I just wasn't strong enough to say, get the hell out of my face, dude. Um, that's what I should have said. So if you're in that situation where somebody's just like, uh, all up on you, like, uh, and you don't even, you know, you don't even really know them, whether you know them or not. Be like, look, bruh, step back 50 feet, 50 feet. If you're like, you're so pretty, I just want to get to know you. You're so cute. Oh, dude, you the sexiest man I ever seen. <laughs> like, get back. Get back. The force compels you. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of jobs where stuff costs me stuff. Sometimes it's just me not strong enough saying and being trying to be too polite, saying, you know, not going, get the hell away from me. And sometimes I did say, get the hell away from me. And then I had to deal with the backlash. Why are you talking that way to them? There are blah, blah, people and there are this people. Well, there are people that's getting on my nerves. 
<laughs> I mean, you can sometimes you can only be polite for so long, and then you're like, stop. It's just like somebody giving you a wet willy. I hate that. Ooh, don't ever do that to me. I hate. Don't touch. Ooh, I just other people's bacteria touching me. It's just like, oh my god. I mean, if you're not a baby who can't really control themselves and they hurt you, you can teach them hurt you, but it's going to take a few hurt you's before they know to... I mean, that's different. But a grown person? Ah! Like, dude! Okay. And so anyway... Uh... <laughs> and so... I, w I was with the pastor and uh, I was... Uh, we was We went to go eat or something. We probably was fornicating and then went to go eat. Ain't no talk. And so, uh, and I got to telling him, because he was like an off again, on again, off again, on again uh, type of person. I found out it's because he was just, you know, dipping his trunk in too many places. But at the time, I didn't really know that. I thought he was, I thought it was just me and him because I had asked him. And he said, y'all, you know, it's just me and you, just me and you. But I was like, okay, I know guys lie, but I was like, I got to take him at his word. He's a man of God. He ain't got no reason to lie. Uh, people have been telling him, you know, she ain't good enough for you. She ain't good enough for you. And I'm like, ain't good enough for you. I was like, I'm the I'm the one that's encouraged you. <laughs> but, but I was like, okay. And it, well, it turned out I wasn't Spanish. So I, I would be like a, I would be like a, a yellow, I would be like the color yellow in a, in a sea of white. It, it sticks out. And so, uh, <laughs> well, the color black. <laughs> oh. And so anyway, uh, um, I got to tell him and we was just talking. I was like, yo, you know, we friends right now. I was like, yeah, he was like, yeah. And I don't know at this point, I think at this point he was really, uh, probably starting to feel something for me, but I um I was starting to I, I felt something for him, but I was starting to move in another direction because um I was feeling like he was divided. You know what I mean? Like his like his heart was divided and his resources were divided and he he even he even pulled this on me. He said, Oh, I'm on public he, he he was on public aid. He was pretending to be on public aid. He went on public aid. He didn't mean no public aid. Anyway. Um, and so, but I was like, you know, don't worry about it. You know, everybody go through their, everybody go through their situations, you know? Okay. So, you know, you were rolling and now you're saying you're not rolling. Now you're saying you're on public aid. I was like, look, it is what it is. Just get off. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do to get to the next level. I'm here for you. Most people be like, Oh, you ain't got no job. Oh my God. Public aid. Oh, and so he pulled out this public aid card and I was like, oh, it's like, well, um, I do temp work. You can do temp work. I'm like, look, don't give up. You know, stuff happens, you know, don't give up. And so anyway, uh, <laughs> and what is, it, it's, it's funny. I think that was around, was that around uh, Christmas time? No, it was around uh, Valentine's Day or something like that. I think it was around Valentine's Day. No, it was uh, no, it was right before my birthday. That's what it was. It was it was right before my birthday. He come telling some. I'm on public aid. 
I can't do much for you. I'm like, dude, you could have just told me no. <laughs> but you know, I didn't I didn't like, you know, diss him because he was on public aid that he said, you know, things are hard right now. I'm on public aid. I didn't diss him. I was like, look, you know, if I'm eating, you eating. Um, I didn't really I don't really expect gifts from people. But if you dating somebody, you want them to do something, they ain't got to like do a whole lot of stuff because you really just want their time. You ain't really trying to get like a bunch of gifts out of them. But he was so used to people asking him for gifts and asking him for money that he assumed that I was the same way. Now, um, I was raised to buy your own gifts. Now, see, in my family, we are givers. We don't necessarily receive a whole lot from other people. We give a whole lot, but we don't always receive a whole lot. And that's how I grew up. My grandmother would give to me. And then I became the person that would give to all the kids. I would buy for Christmas and for birthdays. Everybody would get a gift. On my birthday, people would get gifts. And so I would just try and just be a blessing, right? And so um, and so that's how my grandmother and my mother taught me, you know. Because so like, for example, my mom would give everybody a gift. And most people would forget that she needed a gift and she was the one. So for Christmas, she would do for like uh, the month of December, she would work 16 hours nonstop, 16 hours a day nonstop so that she could make sure she paid the mortgage and make sure that she got uh, Christmas, Christmas gifts in addition to give, giving each and every one of us, which was six of us. A hundred dollars. That's six hundred dollars. You know how long it takes a single woman working in a hospital that does not have a college degree to make six hundred dollars? It takes a while. And so the mortgage was about that much. You see what I'm saying? So you got the mortgage, the rent, uh, the gas. Yeah, I'm sorry, mortgage. You got the mortgage, the lights, the gas, the insurance, the car note, car insurance, and food, and all a bunch and clothes. She had to clothe everybody. And so, and so she would often do it out and be needing shoes and whatnot. And, but she wanted to work so that she could give to all of us. And she would do this every year. And so me and my sister, we, and my brother, my younger brother, one that passed away, he's older than me, but he's the youngest brother. And so all three of us, we would get together and we would take our money and we would, <laughs> we would take a portion of our money and we would go and buy her stuff. And a lot of times at home, we would be making her stuff. <laughs> from if we learn something at school, we would make us stuff and just try and give it to her and try and make stuff. That's how little kids are. And then my older brothers, they would go out and buy her different things and whatnot. And so we'd be trying to give back to her because she didn't really have nobody given to her. She was always given to us, given out to other people. And so much that she even blessed this one lady who did not do her correctly. And my father told her that she wasn't. My father's like, she ain't nothing but a user. Don't help that lady. Don't help that lady. She's like, you know, she having a hard time. And she helped. She went and uh, tried to help this lady uh, with, you know, with some laundry or whatnot. Help her do a laundry. This girl came up with the whole neighborhood's laundry. Her mother's like, uh-uh. No, you got to go. See, I was trying to bless you. <laughs> you using me. I was trying to bless you and only you. And so you got it when when you realize that people are using you, stop it right there. Be like, no, you got to go. You see what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to say no when you know somebody using you. Now, um, oh, we got to put on an armor guard. I mean, today is like Freedom Friday. I, I know sometimes I'll be like, I'll just skip right over. Um, but uh, yeah, I know what an armor guard is at. Today is Freedom Friday, but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and say the armor guard. Put on the armor full whole armor guard. Um I just want you to know 
I guess, I guess that's just a little bit about me. Um, I want to encourage you to be a blessing. So I tell you these stories so that you'll be encouraged to be a blessing and don't be afraid to laugh at yourself sometimes. Cause I mean, honestly, it keeps you from crying. Just laugh at yourself. And so, uh, what, what ended up happening, uh, Every guy that I've told you about had gotten married. They got married to somebody else. Uh, <laughs> they got married. Each one of them got married to somebody else. And But I was happy for them. Uh, they thought that I would be upset. I wasn't upset. I was like, if that was a person you wanted all along, you should have been with that person. You were wasting time. You see what I'm saying? And so they knew who they wanted to be with. They just wanted, they see something new and they want to touch a new shiny thing where everything that glitters ain't gold. And so you, you can't do that because, um, a lot of them, um, ended up actually getting hurt. And some of them ended up like Magic Johnson. Thank God I wasn't in the picture, but some of them ended up like Magic Johnson in that they touched too many things that glittered. And they end up bringing home to their wife an STD that they could not cure. And so um, uh, some of them did, not all of them. And so I just say that when you find your person, be loyal to that person. You see what I'm saying? Enjoy that person. And you may not even bring home an STD, but you may bring home a spirit that your wife be like, hold on. You know what I'm saying? And so you just want to take care of your spouse or your fiance or your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Take care of them by being faithful. And when you decide, if you decide, okay, well, this is not really the person for me, let them know, hey, this ain't the person to for me. Or you're not the person for me. I think I'm going to go elsewhere. Be up front with them. But if you're not really, if you're not sure, you're not really telling them that, start praying. If you're not sure about it, start praying. And ask God, is this a person for me? You know, what am I what am I doing wrong? You know, ask God about you first. And and then uh and he'll take care of that person. If that person is doing something that they sh- they could do better, then he'll help them to do better. But if it's about you, maybe maybe you not working enough, or maybe you're working too much. Or maybe you just talk too much. Or I don't know. It could be any number of things. Uh, sometimes you just listen to the wrong people. My pastor got married and then the devil started telling him that his wife can't cook because she don't cook like the other people in the church. She was a blessed woman. She she could learn how to cook, you know. And so uh, he started, you know, praying for her, praying for Proverbs 31. Um, for It was really for himself because it was what he was saying and what he was seeing, not necessarily what was going on with her. It was all him. And so he had to pray for himself. He had to look at what uh, he was doing. You see what I'm saying? All right. So I had some other scriptures here for you, but we're just going to say the armor of God just so we can uh, make sure we get out on time. Amen. Go with me to Luke 24, 45. It says, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Ephesians chapter six, verse 10 through 17 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against all the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against uh, flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness 
in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. That's uh, six, Ephesians 6, 24. Go with me to Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Go with me with, to uh, Psalms 91. Psalms 91. It says, um, He that dwelleth in a secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Nor for the persons that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only when thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even most high thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Uh, go with me to Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. Isaiah 54, 13 through 17. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from it. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror. For it shall not come near thee. Behold, uh oh. Behold, I have created the smith and I have created the smith that bloweth the coals and the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. That is the whole armor of God. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. Um, I have some other uh, scriptures over here I wanted to talk to you about, uh, but today is Freedom Friday. And so I can give it to you in a gist. Uh, like I was saying earlier, ask God for something. Pardon me. I was sweating earlier. 
Anyway, and so um, don't be afraid to ask God for something. Ask God for some ridiculous things, some things that you can't get on your own. But don't, when he gives it to you, don't be like, oh, man. But shoot, it's like, look, I appreciate this greens and cornbread and these pork chops and whatnot. But what about the macaroni, dude? What about the macaroni? Can I get some macaroni? Oh, man, I appreciate this 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 steak and eggs and these tomatoes and these potatoes. But, uh, yo... Can I get an onion ring too? Look, I remember those onion rings. Oh, they were they yay big and they were just oh I remember them. They were so good. Oh remember when you like Kathy, what are you saying? When God gives you something, don't start reminding him of what you used to have before he started blessing you. Say for example. Let's say, for example, um, you in the hospital, and in the hospital, people cater you, cater to you twenty four seven. They bring you your lunch, they bring you your breakfast, they bring you your dinner. They, you know, some of you, some of y'all have to get bathed, and you didn't get so used to other people bathing you. You perfectly healthy and whole. You go home and you go, yo, baby, can you run a bath for me? Yo, baby, can you come wash my back and my leg and my arm? Wait a minute, you can do that. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> and so, why would you want to have the things that you had in a sinful state rather than have the blessing that you have in a blessed state? You have been healed. Don't nobody need to wash your body but you. You've been healed. Don't nobody need to go get you a cup of water. You are healed. You are the blessed you are the blessed assurance. You are the blessing to get up on your feet and go walk to the kitchen and get your own water. That's one thing, you know, you know, somebody up and they're like, yo, you want some water? I'll bring you some water. But you sitting down, you like, you completely healthy and whole, you healed and everything. You're like, man, I don't even feel like getting up. I don't want to get up. God's like, no, you need to want the blessing. You need, you'll find that in Numbers chapter 11, verse 1 through 20. You need to want the blessing. And people was and, and people was wanting they wanted that they wanted the sinful life so much and they were slaves. They just remember fish. They they get they as a slave they got to eat flesh. And Lord God, we tired of this bread and stuff. Can we get some fish? <laughs> I guess God learned his lesson because he for them he gave them so much flesh, so much fish, it was coming out of their nostrils. Gave them 30 days worth of fish in one day. And so <laughs> he made, told them, you don't eat this till you vomit it. And uh, so with uh, Jesus in the New Testament, he just gave him fish. He gave him fish and bread right away. <laughs> just, I guess God learned his lesson. He's like, I learned my lesson from your ancestors. I already know y'all going to be complaining about because they was like I'm hungry, I'm hungry. So they weren't like the women with the candles. They came all prepared. They had candles and oil. They go into the feast. They know they're gonna eat over there. They go into the feast, but they they prepared to make it all away. And so these people were following Jesus, but they didn't bring nothing with them to follow him. They just brought their clothes and then they feet and what was on their back. 
But the good thing about that is they didn't have to bring nothing. All they had to do was follow God. They didn't need to bring no baggage, no nothing. Because Jesus provided. He's like, look, I got you. He's like, yo, tell them to sit down over there. I'm going to feed them. Hey, yo, who got something here? Yo, oh, this is kid right here. He got some fish. He got some bread. Bam. We're going to multiply that. Don't worry about it. Y'all going to eat today. And so I'm summarizing all that for you. <laughs> and so um, God learned his lesson um, with the old, with the people of the Old Testament for Jesus' ministry and that he fed them right away meat and bread. Because he know if he didn't, they was going to start complaining. Yo, God, you did the same thing to my ancestors. Can we get a little bit of fish without it coming out of our nostrils? <laughs> God already like, look, I already know. I already know. I'm going to feed you. Don't worry about it. (laughs) It's Freedom Friday. Oh, my goodness. God is good. God is good all the time. I got me a hankering... (laughs) <laughs> That's like a desire, uh, a wanting for. I've, I've been wanting like fish and chips. Well, in England they call it fish and chips, but I want some fish and fries. I want me a fish plate. Uh, but the only way I'm going to get a fish plate is is if I go make it. Because I'll admit to you, um, I have not had a good fish plate since I've been out of Chicago. And it's terrible. I know, I know they can cook good down here. I know they can. I mean, like, moo. All the good food comes up out of here. Cows and all kinds of stuff and milk and produce and fish and fishing like crazy over here, right? But I ain't really had a good fish plate since I've been out of Chicago. I ain't had an Italian. I miss... I I almost said it. Anyway. Um, so anytime I want something, I got, I'm going to have to fix it myself. And so I go look up these recipes online and I go fix it myself. (laughs) So if I get a, if I get a hanker for something, I just like, I just go do it myself. I just like, like, I'm going to do, I don't even, I I don't even complain to God about it. I'm just like, look, I'm going to go do it myself. Just, just make sure I got whatever I need. I'm going to go do it. I don't even, I ain't going to complain about it. I'm just going to do it. And so. I found out that if you put a bouillon cube, um, when you're making ground turkey and you want the ground turkey to taste like beef, just put a bouillon cube in the, when you're cooking it. So you can like put it in a little bit of water and let it dissolve and then pour it on it so you don't use too much water. Uh, and then it'll, it'll, the, the turkey will actually taste like beef because it has the, the beef bouillon cube. It was so good. <laughs> um... What else? Well, anyway. Uh, I am I am just straight tripping. I'm trying I'm trying to keep my mouth shut, so that's why I'm just like kind of pausing here. So I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I wish. You know how sometimes you wish for something you, you really, really, really want it, but it's kinda like out of reach. You just like I can almost touch it. Oh, oh, oh. You're like, you really, really, really want something. But sometimes when you really want something, it ain't really, it may not be for you. Maybe that's the reason why it take, it's taking so long 
to happen because uh, it's not for you. And so if it's not for you, then it's not for you. <laughs> I'm always talking about guys in relationship, but this one guy told me, he said, yo, and he was, you know, I guess he was probably about the same age. Um, I don't know. He might've been young. I don't know. No, we might have been about the same age. I think we were. Anyway, don't matter because all guys pretty much know the same thing. Uh, <laughs> and they talk to each other. They be getting each other, giving each other the scoop. And sometimes, you know, guys just have this inherent um, seeking ability. They they hunt. And so it's just in them. They hunt. And so uh, he says, yo, uh, if he really cared about you, he show up. You ain't even got to ask him. You ain't got to call him. You ain't got to do none of that. He's like, if he really, if he actually wanted to get to know who you are, and not just wanted a little, a little romp in the, in the bed, in the sheets, you ain't got to call him. You ain't got to say nothing to him. He'll show up. He'll be calling you. He'll be like, yo, let me get your number. Yo, where you going to be at? I'll take you. What? <laughs> he'll be like, he'll be up on your door. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be right wherever you at. That's what he at. If he really cared, he he be trying to let me bless you. You ain't gotta do nothing for me. Let me bless you. And I was like, oh okay. But he was right. He was right because what I <laughs> what I would remember uh, from my youth is I would watch my brothers interact with their girlfriends, and the ones that they wanted to get to know. Oh my goodness, they be on the phone with them for hours. Or they'd be like, I'm going to so-and-so house. I'll be back. Or or sometimes they would just sneak out. They just they would just leave and don't say that. And you're like, oh, we know where he's going. Next thing you know, a few hours later, here she go. Here, she show up. He show up with her. Um, we had one time, uh, he wanted to cook a dinner for her. But, she, you know, she didn't really have a lot of space in her house. So he made dinner, a candlelight dinner. One of my brothers made a candlelight dinner for, they, for his girlfriend, brought her to the house. This was the day my mama was at work. And we was told, go to bed early. <laughs> he was babysitting, but we had to, we had to go to bed early because he wanted to fix our dinner. <laughs> it was so cute. I think it was probably, I don't know if he, did he make her bologna? No, he made her chicken. He made her a chicken dinner. It was so cute. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, I, I am, I am... Uh, anyway, I just, I, I like to see people happy. I like to, I know I'm single. This is so weird. I know it's weird. This is Freedom Friday though, right? And so I know it's weird in that um, I like to see people. <laughs> I like to see couples and I like to see married people. I like to see people happy. I like happy people. I like ha happy single people because I'm happy even though I'm single. I may wish for this, this and that, but I'm, I'm, I want what I want, and if I can't have what I want, I just chill in the cut. You know what I'm saying? Because I still believe that if a person really likes you and they really want you, I really believe what that guy said, then they'll show up. There, there's no, there is no, oh, that's so and so's girl, or that's this, this, and that. There is no that. So, um, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. So what I'm saying is, if a if a guy likes you, ladies, he gonna show up. If your man is not around, 
He really going to show up. If he's trying to show respect for your man, then maybe he know your man. But he's still going to try and bless you even though you got a man. He's still going to try and bless you. Now, ladies, when that happens, <laughs> and he be trying to bless you even though you got a man, what you need to do is say, hey, I appreciate what you're doing, but you know I'm with so-and-so. And his response is going to be, well, then where is he? And you you have to be able to come back with a response and say, well, don't worry about that. I got this. Or, you know, he got this. And gentlemen that are not in the picture, you're not there every day. You need to have that. Because I guarantee you, she going to start looking good to some people. Why? Why is she going to look good? It's not. It may not necessarily be her features, but like Denzel Washington said, because his father told him this, he says, son, don't pick the one that is cute and pretty. Pick the one that's going to raise your children. Pick the one that's going to hold you, that's going to hold you down no matter what. Pick the one that is going to support you no matter what is going on. Pick the one that is going to love you in thick and thin. Pick the one that has a good attitude. Because a good attitude is far greater than a pretty face. A good attitude and somebody that's going to be with you and is going to raise some good, raise some holy, some faith-filled children. Those are the ones you want. You don't want the one that will move with the wind. Every time the wind blows, her head is going on to the next one. No. You don't need the one that's always looking at the next one. You need the one that will keep their eyes focused on you. Even if they cock out, keep their eyes focused on you. Keep one of them. One of them focused on you <laughs> and and will bless you. And that's what that you will be their complete focus. You see what I'm saying? And so ladies, you need to you you deserve a man that will be a blessing to you and not manipulate not not a manipulator. You it's so it you deserve a man that is not a manipulator. You deserve a man that'll be faithful to you. And don't listen to guys when they say, well, a, a guy ain't faithful. A guy, a guy got to have at least three or four women, at least, to satisfy all their needs. That's called a spirit of insatiability. That's sin. If you run across a guy that, that is dealing with that, let them alone. And let God pray for them and let God work on them. Pray for them and let God work on them. That's a spirit of insatiability. Because I guarantee you, he having sex with you, those three women, and he masturbating. That's that insatiability. He's never satisfied. And that's a spirit on him. It has nothing to do with the flesh. It's everything to do with the spirit. Alright? And so believe God for what you want. Believe God for what you want. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. When you if you want to get out there and date, make the caveat, hey, let's get to know each other. But I ain't having sex with you. I'm not ready for that. I want to get to know who you are. Gentlemen, say the same thing. Hold back. When you can hold back, I guarantee you, when you do get the cookie, it's going to taste so good. All right? Hold back. Get to know who they are because when you like the woman, you're going to love the cookie. You're going to love that cookie and you're going to protect that cookie. You ain't going to let nobody look at that cookie. You ain't going to let nobody sniff that cookie. You better not try and put no chocolate on that cookie. That's my cookie. You're going to love the cookie. All right, and so just hold on, hold on. <laughs> Believe God for what you want. Tell God what you want. Write it down, Lord God. This is the type of person I want. Boom, 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 boom. Tell him. Amen. All right, I done talked enough for Friday. 
<laughs> Do y'all know Jesus? If you don't know Jesus, now is the time. If you don't know Jesus, now is the time to give your heart to the Lord. Be forgiven of your sins. If you don't know Jesus, now is the time. For God so loved the world, in John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. Glory to God. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer, and you want to repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this word for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues, for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcast. It's okay if you say that prayer, even if you saved already. It's all right. Now, what, now that I am saved, what do I do? Well, I'm glad you asked. One, take authority over your life. Speak to any sickness, hurt, pain, poverty, in your life and command that area to be healed. So we're going to start with the body. If there's any sickness in your body, call out that body part. Say body part in the name of Jesus. I command you to be healed. Receive your healing now. If you have issues with your money, say money. I command money to come into my accounts now. Come into my hands now. Amen. Command blessings to come to you. Blessings, resources. Amen. Take the, uh, next, take the 10-week foundation. Start the 10-week foundations course. It takes 10 weeks, so you ain't got to do it all in one day. Because you got to memorize the scriptures. Um, read the Bible every day. Start over the book of John. That you can do today. Start up, you know, one chapter a day is good. If you want to do three, that's cool. Um. I like to, I, me, I listen to the whole Bible every day. Um, when I, so when I go to sleep, I'm listening to the Bible. Uh, during the daytime, I'm listening to some sermon, church. Um, and so I get the word all day or, or I should say, and. 
Well, you can't listen and sing at the same time. Although sometimes I do it as I'm going in and out of the room. But, um, so either I get like me 30 minutes to an hour or sometimes, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes it's four hours. Sometimes I'll spend four hours listening to church. Um, or listening to a sermon. Um, but, so you can listen to a sermon while you're washing dishes, while you're in the car, um, you know, doing different things. Sometimes you just, you know, sitting there listening. You got some free time, sit there and watch the whole program. Um, pray. Um, and you can pray while you're doing anything. You know what I'm saying? You can sit, if you got 10, 15, 20 minutes or even an hour to sit down and pray, do it. But if you don't pray as you are going along. Worship as you are moving along. Don't let nothing stop you from worship. Don't let a busy schedule stop you from worshiping God. All right? You can do it as you're walking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's so cute. Um, I just saw somebody in my mind. Uh, uh, and then um, get, ask God to pray for a uh, church to go to. Pray for a church to go to. And there's a church list uh, on my website. It's a small one. I'm working on putting more up there. And it's under the resource page, church directing. And then just keep keep taking authority over uh, in your life. Amen. Because you, you're not supposed to be sick. God healed the whole, whole world already. That's Matthew 6, 9, and 10. Amen. So say, I am healed. Tell your friends to say, I am healed. Remember, any disease or virus that touches your body dies instantly. Amen. I am healed. Tell your friends to say it. Say, I rebuke sickness. I rebuke coronavirus. It ain't touching. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, I ain't receiving coronavirus. Say it. I am not receiving coronavirus. Say, if you're like, well, what if some people already had it? Coronavirus, I rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. Get off of me, you and all your remnants, and don't ever come back again. I ain't receiving you. I don't accept you. You have been rebuked. I re- the Lord rebuked you. I rebuke you. I am healed. That's a long. That's a long portion. The short is, I rebuke you. I'm healed. No matter what it is, HIV, AIDS, coronavirus, whatever. All of it's a spirit. All of it's spiritual. Rebuke it. You're like, have you saying HIV, AIDS is spiritual? Yes. Every sickness is spiritual. Yes. The manifestation is how it shows up in your body. But don't don't keep claiming it as yours. Don't claim it as yours. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Amen. No matter what it is, say I am healed. I rebuke sickness. If you ain't if you have if you don't have anything and you completely healthy and you want to stay healthy, stay healthy. Say, I don't get sick. I don't receive that. And somebody said, well, if you don't do such and such and such, you're going to get sick. Say, I don't receive that. I don't receive that. You're like, Kathy, well, why do you walk around with a mask on? Well, they tell me I got to wear a mask going to the store to go here and go there. So I just wear it just to be in compliance. Um, But all the whole time, because a mask is only 73% effective. And so what about the other 27%? You got to have your mouth, you got you to have your heart filled with the word of God in your mouth and let the, let the word of God come out of your mouth saying, I don't receive that. Any disease or virus that touches my body dies instantly. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can feel when that spirit is trying to come upon you and say, uh-uh, no devil. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. I don't receive that. Mm-mm. Show sure don't. 
Sure don't. And some people like to do the thing where they'll trans. They do like transfer in the spirits. Don't do that. Don't tra tell that devil to go. Don't transfer that. Cause this is what the body of Christ do. Bow. <laughs> Bow. Is <laughs> no. So you gotta be like that too. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Any disease or virus that touches my body dies instantly. I am healed. I don't care how crazy you sound amongst the crowd. If they hear you saying it, that's okay. I am healed. You'll be the only one in the crowd that's healthy. I am healed. You want them to be healthy too? Say, so tell them, look, be healthy. I used to tell the people I worked with, because they would be they would be all running around. Oh, I feel so bad. I need this pill and I need that pill. I'd be like, if you stop claiming that you're sick, you'll get better. But, but I feel, I was like, look, don't cough on me. I don't like it when people cough on me. I don't like that. I don't receive that sickness. I just don't, I don't like the smell of it. It just, it stink. And so anyway, uh, I told them, I told this one girl, look, if you would take 24, I said, if you would do this in 24 hours, you'll be healed and you won't get sick again. She's like, what? I said, go get you a can of chicken soup. It's Campbell's chicken soup. If you, cause a lot of people don't know how to make soup, but you can make your own. Make yourself some chicken noodle soup. But because it's the it's the bone broth that helps the body, right? And but it, and it's also what you say. It's your confession. So I told her go get some chicken noodle soup, um, and just drink the broth. Drink the broth. Don't put no water in it. Drink it just as it is. And I use Campbell's, but nowadays I make my own. Mine is even better. And so, <laughs> and so just drink it. And I, and because uh, I did this uh, years ago. And because uh, I used to get really sick. So, I mean, everything was clogged up. And I, I just got tired of getting sick. One day I was at work. I just got fed up. I said, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not getting sick no more. And so I said, okay, Lord, what do I need to do? Chicken soup. So I went on lunch. I got me like several cans of chicken soup. And I started guzzling the soup. Just the broth. I was guzzling the broth. And that broth just, it pushed everything out. Like, it was like up and out getting it and it cleared out my lungs and got all that mucus and film out of my out of my out of me and i spit it up and my head was clearing up and the it got the poop out because the fecal matter that sits in the colon becomes uh toxic and so it just went whoosh. one went out one end one came one came out the other the right thing spit and mucus came out my mouth and the poop came out my butt out my colon and 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 within six hours i was good to go within 24 hours i was completely i mean within i should say within an hour um the hoarseness of my voice and and the you get the the, the nasty medicine like taste that you taste that's that bacteria it was gone and within three hours i was feeling good and just Within six hours, I was just raring to go. In 24 hours, I was completely healed. Didn't get sick no more. I re I refused to get sick. Refused. I absolutely refused it. Um, And so, and except for that one time I got attacked, but then God healed me through that little girl because uh, they took all my heat, had me sleeping in the cold. I was sleeping in like negative 30 degree weather paying like a thousand dollars for an apartment with no heat <laughs> what the freak yeah they took all my heat so anyway 
Uh, but uh, I got better as soon as she, as soon as God, as soon as God told her to pray, cause I prayed and said, Lord God, help me. And then I felt the power of God hit me. I, I heard the little girl in there praying. I felt the power of God hit me. I had needed somebody to come in agreement cause nobody was there. Bam, boom, boom, boom. All that stuff came up out of me and I was instantly better and went to work. <laughs> Show did. The power, God's power is mighty. Amen. You listen to LUTG Radio.